Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Right Side with Doug Billings. Thanks for watching and listening wherever you are. If you're listening to us, you're undoubtedly on one of the major podcast platforms in the United States or the world, for that matter. We are on all of them. If you're watching us, maybe you're on YouTube. We're on Rumble now. We're on Rumble because we don't like censorship, so we've gone there. And we're also on Facebook, uh, Twitter, CloudHub, MeWe. Give us a like, give us a follow, and we appreciate that. Uh, today is day five for me, post-COVID-19 diagnosis. I am presently uh, infected with the China virus, and I feel fine. Excuse me for sounding a little nasally. Today, you can probably hear that in my voice. A little bit of a cold-like symptom is really all I've got. Loss of smell, loss of loss of taste. But other than that, no fever, no cough, no difficulty at all breathing. And it is, as I've always said, the biggest nothing burger in the history of hysteria for those of us who are healthy with no pre-existing medical conditions. For all of you who are medically fragile, take care of yourself, mask up if you feel like it, but the rest of us are going to go on with normal and live our lives without fear of the China virus. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Republican Party is the party of Lincoln. It's also the party of Reagan, and it is now obviously the party of Trump. We do not need to form a third political party. If you think you do, if, if you're one of the ones who think that we need a third political party, God bless you. I'm on your side. We are not on opposite sides, but that's not the right approach. It will cost us elections. It will cost us votes. Logistically speaking, it's much too difficult to ramp up a third party. We are, if you think about it, you're probably just caught up in the emotions of frustration. We're not thinking logically if we want a third party. We're all, we've already begun, after all, to reimagine the Republican Party now that it's Trump's party. Uh, you know, Trump got over 70 million votes, and in all likelihood, he probably got close to 100 million votes in this past election. So we've already begun to reimagine the Republican Party. To dismantle it, to begin to start over, to build a new political party would be logistically, practically impossible. And it would not give us any credible gains uh, within a decade or more in terms of election victories. So uh, I'm, I'm imploring you to put that out of mind, out of thought, shelve that idea. Uh, I know that you have hot emotions surrounding that, but it's not the prudent nor the logical thing to do at this point. It would have less than a 15% chance of having any impact at all within a decade or more. So um, I think that fact alone makes the entire concept of a third political party um, to replace the Republican Party uh, unappealing, illogical, and, and more than likely, it's just simply intellectually immature. So enough of that. No third party. We are the party of Trump. He has already begun to reshape and reform the Republican Party. So have patience, and let's look at it. Let's turn our frustration and our anger um, to the sources for which we should really be focusing. And that is, and most of us have already done this and focused our, our anger and our frustration and our um, desire to reinvent the Republican Party towards the rhinos and the globalists who are members of the deep state and our party who have continually uh, adopted either a never Trump attitude or just have been lackadaisical or non-responsive in this entire election fraud situation. So 
I think that if we want to meet our expectations with regards to a new party, let's have a little bit of determined patriotism with rooting out those folks. And um, and we know what we've seen. Evidence of the obvious is sufficient. They have not. The rhinos have not. The globalists have not supported President Trump as they should have, and we will root them out. They are part of the deep state. They are part of the cabal against Trump. And what we need now is not a third party. We need determined patriotism. Determined patriotism. Determined patriotism is to finally and once and for all root out and eliminate the rhinos and the globalists via elections. And I know, I know in, in today's current state, the word elections gives us a chill of fear because we're not sure if we can trust elections. But let's, let's take a step back and consider firing the rhinos and the globalists and the never Trumpers, not to reinvent or to destroy, rather, the Republican Party. We have to cling to the heritage of Lincoln, Reagan, and Trump. I mean, with 70 million votes, he's already reimagined the Republican Party. He's already begun to rebuild it. Why start over? Trump's already done the hard work for us, the heavy lifting. We can't become lackadaisical about all of that. We have to remain determined about it all. We have to remain passionate about it all. Enemies of President Trump are enemies of the republic. And we, the people, need to root them out. No quarter, no prisoners, no mercy for any of them. And we have to focus on what the real issue is facing us right now in America. And the most important issue facing us is not Joe Biden and his theft of an election. The most important issue facing us right now, aside from President Trump's uh, and the election fraud surrounding him, is Kamala Harris. Joe Biden is not going to serve the first year of his so-called presidency if he ever gets there. If he's successful in stealing the presidency, hell, chances are high, I think, that he'll have a stroke before the inauguration day. He's only going to be supplanted by Kamala Harris within a year or less of his illegitimate presidency. That's what this has always been about. He's always been a placeholder. He's never been the guy. He's never been the one that the party is going to pin their hopes of the future on to. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not going to spend too much time on me prophesizing about those things, and they will come to pass, because at this very moment in time, I'm still not convinced that Joe Biden is going to become president, and I believe that Trump will prevail in all of this. I still believe that. Now, we'll see, right? We have what's unfolding now with Texas and their lawsuit, 19 other states now, and the number's growing 19 other states joining them in a lawsuit um, in the Supreme Court. And it's becoming very interesting, to say the least. Very interesting. First, the reaction of the left. I got to start right there. The reaction of the left, and for all of those never-Trumpers who don't want to see Trump prevail, their reactions are priceless. They are a mix of comedy. They're a mix of fear and frustration. They are nervous. Ladies and gentlemen, they are afraid. They're genuinely, I think, fearful that this thing has credible traction now 
and that the court, the Supreme Court, is going to throw out the votes that will be deemed to have been cast under illegal circumstances involving the states. Involving the states unconstitutionally changing election rules, changing them without due process and proper notification as per the constitutional requirements thereof. Remember, the Texas case is is not about ballots. It's not about Dominion voting machines. It's not about uh, you know a toilet breaking in in uh, in Wisconsin or Georgia. It's not it's it's not about hundreds of thousands of illegal votes being counted and recounted again and again and again in order to bolster numbers. It's not about that. The Texas clay, te, uh, case claims that Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, and Pennsylvania illegally changed their voting rules just days prior to the election. And that is unconstitutional, folks. The law nullifies, because of their changing the rules without due process and due notification, the law will nullify hundreds of thousands of votes, hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of votes, more than enough to disqualify Biden's illegitimate win and qualify and quantify Trump's victory. That's what the Texas case is all about. Now, there's some uh, in the conservative camp uh, that are saying, well, the Supreme Court's not going to take or give a serious credence to this because they know that the left is going to riot and burn down America again. Bill Riley and some others, um, among other conservative voices, have floated those ideas and those concerns. Now, I completely uh, disagree. I mean, Bill's right that the left will riot if this whole thing is reversed. They will riot. I have more faith, though, in the in the Supreme Court and their rule of law and how constitutional law must be applied, irregardless of whether or not they're afraid of wackos and anarchists in the streets who will once again burn, loot, murder, rape, and uh, commit treason against the country. The Supreme Court will not concern itself with that, but leave it up to the states and perhaps some of the federal government agencies to quell that if and should it happen. The Supreme Court will rule on this, and we'll have to wait and see what happens. I wish that I had a crystal ball, but I do not believe that they're going to fail their duties just because they're afraid of riots. We all know that the New Democratic Socialist Communist Party uh, went through a divorce of fire with regards to their relationship with our republic over the summer. They are no longer an American political party, ladies and gentlemen. You have to come to grips with that. Members of the New Democratic Socialist Communist Party, and that's all there is now. There is no Democratic Party anymore. The Democratic Party of John Kennedy is long gone. So we have the New Democratic Socialist Communist Party who, by virtue of their actions this past year, burning, looting, rioting, arson, anarchy, toppling statues, defunding the police, the mob mentality, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, because of all of those things, they've divorced themselves from the uh, the American Republic. And they are, in fact, no longer an American political party. It's obvious. To say otherwise is simply intellectually immature. But it is amazing 
the size of the balls of the new Democratic Socialist Communist Party that they've had in all of this. The size of those cojones, incredible. Imagine hating a president so much that you would go to unimaginable lengths, unimaginable lengths to illegally sway the results of an American election. Once again, proof that evidence of the obvious is sufficient. If you go to great lengths to affect the outcome of an American election, you're no longer part of an American society. The cheating was so vast and so egregious so as to fail to follow the constitutional process that it's disenfranchised the voters of millions upon millions of people, and that's why these 19 states are taking it to the Supreme Court. Because the vast majority of us did follow constitutional requirements. All of this is rooted, the Texas case is rooted in Article 2 of the United States Constitution that states it's the state legislatures alone that have the power to change, amend, or adopt voting rules and laws in each state. It's not the governor and it's not the state attorneys general. In Wisconsin, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, the state's governors and the attorney generals got in the mix. Some uh, even poll workers and so forth got in the mix and tried to effect changes to the rules. They simply don't have that power. The governors do not have the power to change election laws and rules, nor do state's attorneys general. It's the state legislatures. That's why we've seen Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis and the team take their case to state legislatures. Because that's where the ultimate power in all of this resides. So I think that it should be a fairly good case for the Supreme Court to hear. Uh, There will be anarchy if they rule against the left. There will be riots. That's a foregone conclusion at this point. But I think that we, we shouldn't be worried, ladies and gentlemen, from all of the hacks the lowlifes, the speculators that we see on social media, all of those platforms, all those people who are posting lies and non-contextual posts about all of this stuff, it's because they're afraid. It's not over by a long shot, ladies and gentlemen, not over by a long shot. It would take a one according to the best estimates of pollsters and mathematicians who are far more brilliant and better with numbers than I am, given the size of Trump's lead on election night, it would have taken a one in one quadrillion chance for Joe Biden to catch up and surpass Trump in the vote tallies. Again, the only way that he did so was because of massive, coordinated cheating and fraud. So when the wise words of President Trump Let's see what happens. Let's just see what happens. If we've learned one thing about President Trump over the last four years, it's that we would be unwise to bet against him. So build up your sense of determined patriotism, ladies and gentlemen. Determined patriotism. And let's begin to root out the rhinos and the globalists, the never-Trumpers who who reside within the Republican Party. We are the party of Trump already. We don't need to start something called the Patriot Party or whatever. We already are the Patriot Party. 70 million-plus votes have borne that out. There's no need to start another party. That would divide us 
and give victories to the new Democratic Socialist Communist Party, to the rhinos. It would give them victories. It would give victories to the globalists. It would give victories to the never-Trumpers. And I want to say this to you rhinos, to you globalists and never-Trumpers, you will receive from us no quarter and no mercy. We will not take you prisoner. Your terms of office will be terminated. Terminated by our votes. Your time of hiding, your time of refusing to support the president, your times of self-glorification and edification are over. No prisoners, no quarter, no mercy to any of you. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, please subscribe to this program on YouTube, Rumble. Look us up on Rumble now. Give us a follow on Twitter, CloudHub, Facebook, all of those places. If you know somebody who wants to support the program, have them reach out to us. We need to support conservative messages like this. We're happy that we've been recognized as one of the, one of the upcoming conservative radio podcasts uh, broadcasts in the country. We're very honored and humbled by that. Thank you very much. Thanks also for all of the prayers and concern that have been sent to me about this COVID thing. I've got it. I'm working my way through it. I feel fine, other than obviously being a little congested at the moment. May God continue to bless you, ladies and gentlemen, your families, as we approach the Christmas season. May you all have a Merry Christmas. Let's all continue to pray also for President Trump and his family. Let's pray for each other as well and for our republic. May God bless you, and may God bless the United States of America. We'll see you again right here on the right side with Doug Billings. Cheers. (laughs) 